Business Tech Weekly Podcast, episode number 75, without all the cheesiness. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. everybody and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. As we mentioned in the front of the show, this is the one without the cheesiness because we got all of that stuff out beforehand. Right, Andy? That's correct. I was waiting for you to say my name's Cliff Ravenscraft. Oh, my name's Cliff Ravenscraft. Hey, I'm Andy Traub. And there's a little bit of cheese for you. <laughs> Dang it. Sorry. No more. I'm done. Already, we pass over the Swiss. <laughs> the Vida. Ah, goodness. Hey, we have a fun show to talk about uh, today because we're going to be talking about affiliate stuff because yeah. um, it's something that you're involving yourself in, getting some affiliate stuff set up for the very first time. And I'm eager to hear what you're working on and how you're working on it. So tell us more. Well, you know. Affiliates are, in my estimation, a, a multiplier. I mean, I think that's the you know just a, a, from a from a thousand ten thousand foot view. I mean, affiliates. The idea of them is that not only is it passive income that you've got maybe a digital product that exists out there on your own site, but that you would then sell that and other people would sell is it's just such a powerful multiplier for your business. And of course, you could. You could have someone be an affiliate for all of your products, or you could have someone be an affiliate for a specific product. Um, some cool things about the affiliate programs that I have seen are that, um, for instance, like with Amazon, okay, that's sort of a simple one, but if they go through one, one affiliate link for me, but they purchase something else, then I will usually get credit for that. That's your understanding, right, Cliff? Yes, so if, if they go and they look at a Poke the Box book by Seth Godin, but they end up buying a TV, I could get an affiliate commission from that as well. Mm-hmm. That that's that's really great stuff. But uh, most of the times, the affiliate com- situations I've seen, Cliff, are where someone is selling a product and says, "If you want to be an affiliate for this product, then go sign up here." Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, I'm going to do both. I've got a few sets of webinars coming up. Um, which you and I are going to talk about another time. But uh, one is uh, for people who want to make money blogging. Um, and that'll be you know either two or three hundred dollars for uh, a four or five week course. And then uh, we'll have affiliates. and And this is where we're going to have some conversation today around this cliff is you know what's what are some different ways you can do affiliates because you can just flip a switch on eJunkie and allow anyone to be an affiliate, right? Or you can focus in on a few key people and say, I just want you to have the opportunity to be affiliate and, and, and make it a little bit more exclusive. And I think there's some good reasons behind that. And there's also, um, I had one more. There's, there's also the, the, the decision to be made about um, how much you pay those affiliates. You know, I mean, is it 10%? Is it 50%? And then one of the last things is, you know, how do you make affiliate um, uh, really sell your product for you. And I know you've had some experience with that as well. Things people have done to make uh, make you as an affiliate, make your job a lot easier, which obviously makes it easier for 
for you to sell their stuff. So um, I, I, you know, and then uh, then the last part, I guess, is, you know, how do you pay people? Because there's one service that we're going to talk about today that pays people automatically at the point of sale. If I sell something for you and I get a commission on that, it automatically pays me. Uh, whereas others, you know, you have to manually go in and, and pay people. Now, manually, I mean, you have to do it via PayPal, so it's not like you're writing a check necessarily. Um, but uh, you could write a check, I guess. But uh, there's one we're going to talk about today that automatically pays people, and there's another that, um, like eJunkie, where it'll chronicle it, but you have to go in and actually go out and, and pay people. So lots of stuff to talk about, but that's sort of the, the big view of affiliate um Sort of the the opportunity for affiliates, right? So, um, uh, so let, let's let's talk about where we're where are we going to go? Are we going to talk about specifically what you're doing yeah, on on the on the business end of setting up your own affiliate? Or are we going to talk about you know selling other people's products? What are we going to talk about here? Let's talk about Digi Results first. We'll okay. do Digi Results versus eJunkie. All right. Um, so there's a, a new service that uh, my friend Jonathan Milligan, who I'm going to do the blogging webinar with. Uh, he ter- told me about Digi Results, and the advantage of Digi Results, D-I-G-I, Results.com, is that there is no fee for me as a vendor. Okay, there is no charge to have no monthly fee to sign up, um, and it pays out uh, automatically, pays my affiliates automatically through PayPal. So obviously, when you sign up to be an affiliate through my um, through my channel or my product, you put your PayPal information, and then automatically when someone buys it, you get paid which is great. Now, what does that cost? Um, the 5% of the transaction is what they take plus 50 cents. Okay. Um, and again, you have to decide, is that worth it or not? Because eJunkie is going to take nothing, right, for that affiliate. Um, you know, PayPal will take its cut for you to send money back and forth. But you're going to do uh, that if you're receiving money, you know, that anyway. And of course, actually paying your paying your affiliate, you're not losing anything uh you know they lose their three percent in processing but um you know you're you're losing you're you're giving a percentage to the of the sale to the payment processor now with Mm -hmm. digi results you're giving digi results five percent plus 50 cents yep all right so i don't understand why they have the person i mean why they have both but it's neither here nor there i mean that's fine um But you're giving fifty, or you're giving five percent to them, and you're also still getting hit on the the uh, the the payment processing as well, correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's my understanding of it. I mean, I haven't I haven't done one through Digital Results. I've set it up to sort of test it. Yep. Um, it, I, I I the the difficult thing for me, Cliff, in this conversation is that the services are fairly similar in what they do, but I am so frustrated by the interface of eJunkie. Yeah. I, I just, I, it, you just, I feel like, um, like I'll hit, I'll hit a button like seller admin is the main button I hit there. And like 50% of the time, it'll take me to some page with like news updates on affiliate information or something like that, that's weird. It, it just, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, I don't get why this, it, but here's the thing. There's really, really, really popular, Internet marketers who use eJunkie, they mm-hmm. still use it. So obviously, it's it's working. And um, so I'm 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 not going to go jump to Digi Results. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of put my toes in the water and look at it um, because uh, that at the end of the day, if I'm selling 
you know, one, two, three, five, ten thousand dollars worth of stuff, that five percent adds up. Um, if I can do the same two, three, same thing through eJunkie and make it simple, I'll just use eJunkie because it'll cost me, um, you know, eighteen dollars a month. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and you could have a five dollar a month plan, but eighteen is more reasonable if you're going to actually have a substantial, what I would consider a substantial amount of products. Yeah. So I have a, I, I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. Digi Digi results. How how do you accept payments? What are the options there? Um, they are gonna use your um. I mean, I know that on their button that they create, it says American Express, Visa, PayPal. Um, but I'm thinking that that is that through authorized.net and all that stuff, or is it through PayPal? No, no. I mean, it's you know you can have yours for sale, and I I think they're just generally using PayPal. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and that's where it's a lot like eJunkie, where it, it's it's really just a sort of a button maker. I think the uniqueness of this is they're saying, we'll, we'll pay your affiliates right away. Um, and, and, and frankly, just navigation-wise, it's a little easier. Uh, I should say it's a, it's a lot easier. Um, but, you know, it's not, the, it's not, the other thing is it's not like I'm in there every single day interfacing and working with, my affiliate stuff. I mean, so the idea of is you're not in there every day. You set it up and you can walk away. So I'm not real keen on giving up a percentage of uh, what could be a lot of money um, for every transaction um, for something that, that really should be, you know I mean? I, I could have my, uh, my, my uh, VA do my monthly checks if I'm going to send out monthly checks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that might cost me ten dollars to send out all those checks because that's why I pay him for his time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so let me ask you this: So, Digi Results mm-hmm. are they just tracking click through, or are they handling the payment for you? Is it is it a shopping cart solution as well? You know, as 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 I see it, uh, they will create a button for you, and then you click on that button, and it's going to basically go through your PayPal account. So in my estimation, it's not handling payments. I would say it's it's like eJunkie, where eJunkie is just creating a button that then links to yeah, you I, you know you getting paid for through PayPal. Is that is, am I answering that right? I, well, what I mean by this is you know are, okay, so they they handle the payment for you, but how do they get the product? Is it delivering a link to the product? Is it going to yes. deliver the? Sorry, so it is a shopping yeah. cart solution. Yes, yeah, I, I should say it's a shopping cart solution. It's not a payment solution. Okay. Right. right. Your, your question about payments was, yeah. Yeah, I I'm, thought you meant like a like a payment processor. So there's no because some people, you know, uh, I think we've talked about this before. Some people pay forty dollars a month to have a payment processor, and now you have. What do you use now? I'm using PayPal, and I use uh, PayPal Website Payments Pro, which is uh, twenty five dollars a month, I think, or it might be thirty. Right. But right. it's a it's a flat fee, and it allows me to take uh, you know credit cards over the web. Or mm-hmm. to and and here's the other thing you know uh, e, e junkie is my shopping cart solution and I'm able to put my website payment pro in there and so mm-hmm. people can actually pay me directly via credit card or debit card without even seeing a PayPal logo anywhere they don't have to log into a PayPal account they're not even given the option right. they can just right. click via you know pay via credit card and boom it's a it it turns e junkie becomes you know that it it becomes the shell of right. the credit card processing. It does it all within the shopping cart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and the beauty of that is, you know, 
we all know this because I've done it and we have people who do it all the time is the shopping cart abandonment. I mean, if anyone smells something fishy, they just run. I mean, they just, it's so easy to escape after people have, have gone into your shopping cart that the more you can keep that, you know, in, in your circle of your business name and influence and, and the more you can have it branded of, of who you are, that's just really important. So I think the, the main thing that Digi Results has going for it, frankly, is, and I think this is the thing that they talk about the most, is the immediacy of the affiliate payments. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it, the, I think they're hanging their hat on this is if you want to do affiliate stuff where eJunkie has that capability, but I don't think they sell it as, hey, you, this is the, this is the, what, this is why you need to get eJunkie. I think that people get eJunkie because they want to sell their products through it, not because necessarily they want to have an affiliate system set up. I mean, that's, that's, that's what you've done, right? I mean, you started with eJunkie because you want to sell products and you knew affiliates were going to come down the line, right? Yeah. Well, I actually, when I started, I, I, I wasn't even thinking of, of affiliates. I was just thinking about getting my products what? and putting it, put it online. But since then I've thought about affiliates and I learned that, you know, eJunkie has it. I still haven't figured out how, how it all works yet. And, and, it's something that I want to do. It's something that I actually have as a goal to have done by the end of this month, mm-hmm. but I haven't had the time to sit down and play with it yet. And and you're right. I want to say this. I've never had eJunkie, when I click on something, have it ever take me to any place other than where I completely and utterly expected it to take me when I clicked on a link. But I will say the interface is clunky and ugly and, and it's not very intuitive. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you know what you're doing, it does work and absolutely and and it's a flat fee of $18 they don't get a they don't get a percentage of any of my sales mm-hmm. and they actually integrate so beautifully with PayPal and website payments pro or if you're using authorized.net or Google shopping cart it'll integrate with all of that as well and and for a flat $18 a month that's why I went with them it's just like man this is a total no-brainer I can right. deal with their ugly interface as long as my clients or my customers are not dealing with an ugly interface. And on the client end, uh, the shopping cart is done fairly well. Mm-hmm. It's it's very intuitive. I've never. I don't think I'm losing out on sales because my shopping cart is hard to navigate. No, I, I no. I, I've been in your shopping cart before, and I would agree with that. I would agree. Now, uh, the other thing eJunkie has going for it is that. Um, just sort of like PayPal, when it sort of becomes this universal thing, when a lot of people use it, you get more comfortable with it, right? Right. Okay. So, um, you know, it's like Google Checkout. Do I trust Google? Yeah, I actually do. I do. I mean, I should because they know everything about me. Um, but, you know, I'm more comfortable with PayPal than Google Checkout. I am too. Why? Why? Because I, I use it more. I mean, it's just, you know, I just, I use it yeah. uh, all the time. Um, so, that being said, eJunkie is used by major major people. And so I have three or four affiliate programs I've signed up for and I can go into uh, my eJunkie account and now they're, they're connected because I'm a, I have a, a subscription. But also if I didn't have a subscription, I could just be an eJunkie affiliate. Okay. So you're not paying five or $18 a month or whatever. So you can just have an affiliate account set up, but all those different affiliate programs, you can, it's a drop down list. They're all a part of eJunkie. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to log in for pro blogger. You don't have to log in for what you know, whatever your other ones are, you just you just have this one interface, and you can do drop down and get your links very, very, very quickly. Um, and and as I understand it, and this is something that I will be doing in the next seven days, uh, is 
when you set up, when you turn on or open the door for your affiliate program, mm-hmm. essentially people sign themselves up. Yeah. Uh, and, and they manage their own affiliate accounts and they, you know, it's, they run with it. You can make it so, uh, you can make it, I should remember the term for it and I apologize, but you can make it so when they click on, um, when they have a visitor click on one of your items, they will get credit for any other item that they buy, they buy which we talked about in the beginning, or you can make it so they just get credit for that one item. Um, you can have affiliates for specific items or for all of your items. I mean, there's, there's definitely, that's the amazing thing to me about eJunkie is it's so stinking ugly, but it really is very robust. Yeah. You know, it, it really is. So it's what I'm going to use uh, when I have control uh, over it. Um, I, I think we're going to be using Digi Results for the blogging one because Jonathan, that's his, um, that's his, that's his call there. Yep. Um, Let me just say one other thing about the yeah. Digi Results as I, as I, cause I went to the Digi Results site. And I clicked on one of their samples and I, and I clicked on a product that's being advertised. I clicked through the link and I clicked the add to cart button. And immediately the very first thing it brings up is the PayPal checkout page. And you're right. It, the credit card option is, you know, if you don't have uh, Google or it says here or check out with credit card and stuff like that. What I found is with that opportunity, there are often times when if I have a credit card that's associated with PayPal, and I chose not to log into my PayPal account, but to pay with credit card. And if that credit card is associated with a PayPal account, then it will actually ask me to log in. It won't mm-hmm. let me finish the payment. If that credit card's already associated to a PayPal account, I have to log in with PayPal. And I that frustrates me because mm-hmm. sometimes I would, you know, I'd have a client who wants to pay me. It's not their credit card. It's their business credit card or it's mm. their wife's credit card or, yeah. or whatever the case may be. Or, or maybe it's their mom, you know, maybe it's, you know, this guy's 29 years old and his dad's paying for him to, to, to help him out or whatever. Dad gives him the credit card. He goes to do it. But dad's got that PayPal, that card associated to a PayPal account. And he doesn't know his dad's PayPal email address sure, and password. Sure. This, this stuff is frustrating and it, and it, it does lead to card abandonment. And that's why I absolutely fell in love with website payments pro from, uh, from PayPal and eJunkie. When you go in, when you click my shopping cart, there's the option to check out with PayPal. It's a button at the bottom, but there's also an option to check out with credit card. And when you click that, it is a credit card form. It is, there's nothing PayPal, even though PayPal is still my payment processor, they're processing it as a credit card payment, not as a PayPal payment. Right. So that's, right. that's I, I'll tell you, Website Payments Pro or, you know, for those who have, you know, pay all the extra money for, the, you know, what they call a gateway through authorized.net and merchant account, mm-hmm. you know, that, that stuff, I'm sure it's not as difficult as it all sounds, but I've, I've thought. I, of, I don't know. I've had to deal with it a little bit and it's, it, it's like, it's like a mortgage. Yeah. It, it sounds simple. It's but not. But man, it's like, they, it's like they make 3,012 ways to screw it up. I mean, yeah. it's just. It's like, I, I mean, I know buying a house is a big deal, mm-hmm. but it's like, really, do I have to sign my name 47 times? Like, right. it, it's, it's just, there's so many ways it can go wrong. And those, uh, the, th- that's why if anyone ever says anything remotely, like, can you help me with, and they say anything about that, I say, no, no, because there's people that work at the banks who do that stuff. And it's like, it reminds me of mortgages. It's just, yeah. it's like, I don't, I'm not touching it. It's just, <laughs> there's, there's no... Uh, it, it costs too much, in my opinion. 
it's too complicated for, for the kind of businesses that I work with anyway. You yeah. know, it's just not. Hey, we've got and, some, I, and there's so many people that I've heard neg- have negative experiences about it. You know what I mean? We have some comments coming in on the chat room here. Um, here here's the, the uh, 7923 says, uh, and by the way, they're not signed in, so they just typed in as a guest. They do not see the PayPal as a button in your e-junkie cart because you are required by PayPal Payments Pro compatibly to offer a PayPal option in order to... Get the, okay, so yes, they they see the button, but they don't. They're not taken to the PayPal thing. The other one here, though, is he says my or he or she says my number one complaint about PayPal web payments, you know, website payments pro is the lack of quality invoice slash receipt compared with authorized.net. So I can't compare it with authorized.net because I never went through all the trouble and process of setting one of those up because number one, you have to have a merchant account. Then you have to go through the paperwork of doing all that. Uh, you have to decide what a kind of merchant account do you want? Um, you know, and, and not to mention the fact that, you know, you pay a different processing free. If it's a, if it's different a different card, if it's a different card, if it's a, if it's a corporate or if it's a, if, if it's one of those special rewards visa cards, you actually pay a higher amount. Uh, the transaction fees are different depending on what your monthly is. You have a minimum and you have all this. It, I mean, again, it was just like, okay, when, and then of course, okay, so when do I get access to the money? Well, you know, it, it holds it for so many days and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is, I, I'm sure it's not as complicated as I make it. And I'm sure if I dedicated myself to figuring it out for a week or a couple days, it would all make sense and it'd be no big deal. But it's a huge pain. So to to say, you know, so I can't compare authorized.net's receipts and, and stuff like that. But here's the other thing is my, my products are not, you know, $4 products. I'm not selling $4 products. So I'm not selling, you know, 800 of these things a day. And if I was selling 800 of these a day, then, uh, you know, of these small products, yes, I think it'd be absolutely mission critical to have a great invoice slash receipt system. But my average product sale is some is a it's a hundred dollars, you know. And so somebody's bought this. I sell a couple of them a day. I'm it, it's not a big deal if like about once every week to four, you know, every once every seven to fourteen days, somebody says, "Hey, do you mind if I get a a, a good receipt for that digital product that I purchased from you?" And I'm oh, sure, no problem at all. I open up pages, my template, boom, print it right out and ship it over to them as a PDF document. That's how I'm handling it. But I do agree that Website Payments Pro does not give your your customer a great receipt. Mm-hmm. So I, I would I would agree with the statement about the lack of quality invoice slash receipt compared, well, compared to anything, honestly. But I've always just dealt with it by, you know, anytime somebody pays for me. Like for example, I'm using Website Payments Pro and and eJunkie for my podcasting A to Z course. That's $800. And I don't even wait for those people. I I get that payment. I don't even wait for those people to ask. I immediately go in. Matter of fact, I have a template that's already printed out with everything related to, you know, that $800 payment. It's all written out. All I do is t- put in their their name and email address and I put their receipt ID number from PayPal website payments pro and, and I send it out. I don't even wait for them to ask for one. I send them that immediately. Mm-hmm. So that's how I, I deal with that. But, uh, and, but yeah, I, I'm sure I'm making it harder than it is with authorized.net. I, it, it can't be that difficult. Cause I, there are some people I know that are using it and I know that they set it up and I'm like, 
you know, I'm pretty sure it just takes a couple hours of devoting yourself to, to figuring it all out and waiting to go through the authorization process and credit checks of getting merchant accounts set up and, and all that other stuff. It's just something I never wanted to do. But mm-hmm. Website Payments Pro, I went in, clicked a button to apply, filled out some information, put in a link to my my page where I'm selling products and I was authorized the next day and I put That's my That's the other thing. You said you're in. authorized the next day, Cliff. That's huge because some of these things, it's just... Yep. It's like a mortgage. And it's like, and we're going through a refinance for our mortgage right now. And it's like, they're waiting for the other bank to make some tax payment or something. I'm just like, I mean, come on. It's like, sorry, we can't handle this, you know, tens of thousands of dollar transaction because we have to wait for them to pay the $63 bill at the end of the month. It's like, why is this stuff so, I mean, and some people might say, well, that's just the processes, you know, but I'm like, you know, it's, it's, it shouldn't be that hard to take my money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, uh, or to take other people's money. <laughs> I'm looking to use eJunkie because for my affiliates when I do sign it up um and I will I will personally go in and and figure it all out and and I I I'm sure it's going to be more difficult than it has to be, but I it's going to work because I know that other people are using it and it works for them. And and I'll just work out the process and then I'll develop a system and a workflow and and I'll I'll deal with what I have, but uh, I I tell you I love I love the cost structure of eJunkie. Yeah. Um. And, and, go ahead. Well, I just want to say the person in our chat here just says we're making it sound harder than it is, and that might be true because we haven't delved into it tremendously. I I, I can just tell you I I I was tried to help a client with this once, and it really was just a pretty big nightmare for them to get it to get it uh, approved. So it may not be as hard as we're making it sound, yeah. but at the same time. Um, my experience has been not good with uh, you want, you know, getting getting those all figured out. You want to know how I did the affiliate program for my March A to Z class? I actually uh, went in and yeah. created a different product for $800 for each of my affiliates. Yeah. So it was the same product, only it was, it was, you know, each one had its own item number. So there was, you know, I had Andy Traub, Pat Flynn, and a couple other people and I, I went in and created different pages on my site, different landing pages for you guys to mm-hmm. forward people to. And those each had their own product eJunkie buttons throughout the page that people can mm-hmm. click on. And then when eJunkie or when somebody clicked on that from that page, mm-hmm. uh, eJunkie would say, you know, somebody has purchased podcasting A through Z hyphen Pat Flynn referral. Mm-hmm. And so, boom, that's I knew that I had to pay that. So. Um, I, I basically said, Hey Pat, just want to let you know, so-and-so just signed up and, uh, and, um, and, and as soon as he paid and, and was all set up and everything, I, I immediately sent over a, a PayPal payment actually for Pat. I think I wrote a check, uh, cause he had two and, uh, I wanted to make sure he got all of his, you know, that he didn't lose yeah. any of that yeah. stuff. So and that's another great tip. I mean, if, if you say, Hey, I, you know, I just want to do this for a couple of people and it's actually a pretty good lead in to. You know, I, and and I want to get your thoughts on this, Cliff, because I know it's a goal of yours, and I, um, I, I'm sure there's other people that have sent more business your way. But I've I've directly told people they've asked me a question. They said, Andy, can I hire you to do this? And I said, Listen, the answer is yes, but the answer is no. You shouldn't. You can, but you shouldn't. Just go buy this product from Cliff Ravenscraft, right? And yep. and people have directly bought it. Boom, it's it's there. Now, did I get credit for that? No. Do I really care? Not really. I. You know, one of, one, of my, one of my best friends, I want to support your business. But do you have or have you thought about who you want to 
be your affiliate? Do you want to limit it? Do you, do you want to make it so um, you have to purchase one of your products before you come an affiliate? You know, I've heard about what are, that. What are your that, thoughts on that? I, I, I personally, you know, I, I get, and it's Chris Gillibu who talked about that, right? Who promotes that? Buy, buy, make somebody buy something from you before you can become an affiliate. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, sure, I, not the only one, but yeah, yeah. It is and the thing with this, I think his minimum is his cheapest things like four hundred bucks. Yeah, you know. Well, well, here so. here's the deal. I can tell you right now, I, I I see the value in that. I really do. I honestly do. But here's the situation. What if I have a product? I mean, is is that you know? Does do the? I mean, are you talking about a product by product basis, or is it just they have to be? No, a, to get to to get into his affiliate program, you have to buy you need, a product. You need to be need to buy a product, a product, or a product. Okay, or a product. Gotcha. So I don't know. Here here's the situation. There, I'll give you the perfect example. Let's just say <laughs> I want to promote. I want to have people promote my podcasting A to Z course. And, yes. and it's, well, actually, no, let's, let's take that. That's $800. Let, let's forget that. But WordPress for podcasters, it's a hundred dollars. I want people to promote my pod or my WordPress for podcasters, uh, tutorial. And the, and the thing is, is that the people who would, let's just say I've got a friend of mine who has been doing WordPress way before I did. And actually I learned a lot of it from him. The pro the thing is though, is the situation is, um, I'm looking at the chat room with the next question and uh, and I'll, I'll see if I can figure out what that is and then come back to it. But anyway, a <laughs> yeah. uh, hundred dollars. So I, I, if the person doesn't need my product, I don't want them to buy my product. Does that make sense? So I don't want to, yes. I don't want a WordPress expert who's getting asked questions day in and day out. How do I set my WordPress up for podcasting when he's not an expert in podcasting, but I am. But he's mm-hmm. an expert in WordPress, and he doesn't want to spend all day long answering podcast questions. Mm-hmm. So he wants to refer people to my WordPress for podcasters. Right. Well, which I is would, interesting. I don't want him to have that's to buy. Kind of the point of affiliates. It's like I'm not the solution, but someone else is. But I can benefit from it. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And so, so I don't want to require, let's say, Mitch Cantor to buy something from me so that he can potentially lead business my way. I. I I see the value in that, but at the same time, I'm, I, I, I think initially I'm, I'm against the concept personal, just personally. Yeah. I just don't see it working into my, my thing. I can see controlling who you want out there promoting. And, and I, I would say if, if that's the case, just limit it, just only open your affiliate program to people who you know, like trust to represent you well. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I think that's the next, um, that was a really good explanation, by the way. I hadn't thought about that. Um, but uh, that's the next stage or, or, I guess, form of this is to say, um, you know, with the webinars I have coming up, I'm going to have five, maybe six people be affiliates for that. I'm not going to make them, but I'm going to say, hey, if you if you would like to help promote this, then here you go. And to me, it... it that is does a few things. One is it just it's easier to manage, okay. Uh, and two, it's this sort of, hey, there's some exclusivity to. to I'm just going to ask you guys to do this, um, and I think that would encourage them to do a better job of promoting it. For instance, Cliff, I did not get anyone to sign up for your A to Z, but I knew that 
you approached me specifically and I said, heck yeah, I'll do that. Right. So I did a blog post, I did a video, I sent a newsletter. I didn't get anyone, but I would not probably, well, I would say, I would not have gone to that degree if I would have known that there was a thousand people trying to sell that thing. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes a lot of sense. So I, I like the idea of making it a little smaller unless, okay, and here's the unless, unless you have a really big library, I think, um, you know, if, there's a, if you have 75 items you're trying to sell and, you know, it's like, why, to me, it's like, why not just flip the switch and, and let, and let it, let people go out. But then, and this is another important step I would say is make sure people understand you're only getting paid if you have a minimum of $50 in your account. Cause I don't want to be writing $12 checks every month. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of things to think about, and, and of course the the fact that there is so many things to think about is is why I've just put it off because it's just not. I mean, I've I've been the main source of promotion for my products, other than the fact that other people have liked my products a lot, like you have, and have sent some people to me, and and I totally value that, and I want to offer the um the affiliate and and the commission to people who are actively out there promoting my products. So I, 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 I believe without any doubt that I, once I turn on the affiliate, anybody can sign up to become an affiliate to, to promote my products. I think I'll have some, you know, some, some rules or guidelines about what is appropriate and what I don't allow for my affiliates. For example, you know, I don't want out people out there, you know, you know, doing anything that seems spamish, you know, you can't send it out, you know, to, uh, you know, I, I'll come up with some rules. Does that make sense? I don't want people out there spamming oh, yeah. people yeah. to buy my products. Absolutely. I, and I'm wondering too, with eJunkie, if you can blacklist people or, you know what I mean? Like, I'm wondering if you oh, can. Oh yeah, I'm sure you can. I I, I, I mean, I don't know that to be a fact, but I'm pretty sure that you can actually knock somebody off of your affiliate list or, or, right. or approve them and stuff like that. Cause I, I've signed up for affiliates at, at eJunkie where I was immediately signed up, but if I'm not mistaken, there are ones where I've signed up and I had to wait until oh, I was approved. Nice. So I, All right, let me, let me ask you a question about your affiliate then. Okay. Yeah. What would be your, um, what, what would be, and none of this is concrete. Okay. Uh-huh. It's all just words and words in uh, cyberspace. What, what is your potential commission percentage you're, th- you're considering? I think it depends on the product, honestly. Um, great, great answer. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that there is one set percentage. I mean, I could see myself doing, you know, twenty-five to fifty percent on on my, you know, one-off tutorials that are on an average between seventy-five to one hundred and fifty dollars, or I could see a flat fee of one hundred fifty dollars for anybody who gets somebody to sign up for my podcasting A to Z course. So, so you said so you said seventy five to one hundred for the A to Z because that's an eight hundred dollar price point. No, 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 no. Okay, so Sorry, I, I, I have. Different... I was reading a great. There's someone was saying really nice stuff about us in the chat, so I just stopped listening to you. Oh, nice. So. <laughs> All right, so so here's here's the situation. If the my my digital training products one you know one off products are somewhere between yep. seventy five dollars and one hundred and fifty dollars. Right. I could see making a flat either twenty five or fifty percent commission to my affiliates on anybody who generates sales through their, through their okay. methods okay. that way. 
but I'm not going to do 25% or well, I don't even know what the percentage of, of 150 of 800 is. Somebody else out there is better in math than me and can figure that out real quickly. But, but for my, my affiliate on, you know, actually it's 899 now it's instead of 800, but, um, I pay $150 to my, to anybody that gets somebody to sign up for my A to Z course. Yeah. Okay. Right? So yeah. Okay. Yep. So it, so it, it depends. I think it's that a, makes sense. It's so, byproduct. I do. It's yeah. byproduct. I think that makes sense. Um, and, and the thing that, and the reason I want to have this conversation with you is because, uh, because frankly, you know, I, I, I sort out a lot of my business, um, uh, on the show. You know, I, I bounce ideas off of you through the week, but also on here, you know, I'm just being open about that. And, and, and I'm trying to, to figure out, because obviously the best thing you can do as an affiliate uh, at, at with when you create an affiliate situation is have your affiliate sell, right? So what, what do you need to motivate them, right? Just like being a pastor at a church, what do you need to do to motivate your people to go out there and and live the life. Well, the th- right. Well, well, the thing is, it 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 really is. Uh, you know, you can't just have people sign up for your affiliate and just assume that they're natural born salespeople. I mean, it, it you really. I mean, if you want to have an effective affiliate uh, program for your product or service, then then you need to consider you know the potential of of creating you know some sales training materials for those people. Give them, you know, why not give them a, a, you know, a mailing list for affiliates, which gives them tips on a weekly or on a monthly basis, let's say, on here, here are the top 10 things that you could try to improve, to increase your affiliate commissions, you know, and, and stuff like that. Here are some ideas. Here are some things that are working. Right. So for instance, um, you know, you could, you could say when you sign up for, um, my affiliate program, you're all, I'm also going to submit your email to this, or please also go sign up for this. And you've got a separate list in your MailChimp or wherever, and it's going to put them on an autoresponder. It's going to walk them through how to basically sell your stuff better. But yeah. what would be some of those tips that you would, you would throw out? Sure. Just off the top of my, uh, off the top of my head. Um, and of course I looked at my, you know, the, um, I looked at the ways that, uh, the five people I chose as affiliates for my March A to Z course, I looked at how they each handled their, you know, their promotion of my product. Yep. And, and I, and I saw what was effective, what wasn't effective and stuff like that. And, and so number one, so what, what did Pat do? Uh, well, <laughs> Pat, Pat mentioned it in his show. Uh, right. he, he mentioned it at the end of his show and he got two people to sign up. So he made $300 for spending two minutes talking about me on his show but here's the reason why I think that that was effective because he has had me as a guest on his show twice. Right. You see, so so the name Cliff Ravenscraft would mean nothing to his audience had they not spent two hours with me over the last 50 episodes. Do you see where I'm coming from? Yeah. So it's like, I, I mean, so the thing is, is the more you can you can explain the relationship of trust and, and stuff like that. So you can communicate, you know, the relationship that you have. So he, he really talked about this. Um, you actually did really well with your video. I think, I think the issue there was probably being a little bit close to the gate. I mean, you released it just barely before the, well, I agree. I agree. And also I would say this is, this is another important part of affiliates. And, and again, I think it's different with you and I, because frankly, 
and I don't think you know if there was fifty bucks laying on the table, we'd both we'd both say, "Oh, you can have it. Oh, you can have it." We're not we're not fighting over that, right? But the other part of it is our audiences overlap a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. And I'm guessing a lot of people that I told about it probably already knew. Um, and and my audience is growing, uh, which is wonderful. But um, you know, a lot of people, frankly, I think already heard about it, and and so maybe I reinforced some of that, or you know, reminded people or whatever. But um, you know, that's, that's okay too. You know, and, and you're right. I did release it too late um, to, I think, have as much of an impact as it could have. And again, that's another great point, Cliff, to, to put into the autoresponders is, you know, uh, drip early, drip often. You yeah. know, that's why it's a drip and not a dump. Exactly. Right? That's exactly right. You, you're not going to be able to, to, to effectively sell something. You don't put out one piece of communication and then all of a sudden wait for sales to start rolling in. Mm-hmm. And, and and see the thing the reason I know this is because I'm I've become quite you know good at selling my own products and services and and last night I finally finished doing podcastanswerman.com slash a two z that's the letter a t o the letter z and um, I updated it for the May course it took me all day long and then I you know you you actually sent me a message saying hey Cliff can we do you got a few minutes so we can chat? And I said, listen, I just finished this. I need to do this email. It's going to take me at least a half an hour. Can I get back to you? And, and I'm like, yeah, I've got to, this email's got to get done. And so that email was the first time I sent out a newsletter email since February. I, I have my own reasons why I do the, my newsletters the way that I do to, to, you know, the purpose of my group is always been to promote my products and services. And if you're interested in those, that's why you sign up for that list because that's the way I've communicated it. And, um, and so I, I said, hey, guys, here it is. Now, guess what? Not one sale off of that email yet. Not one sale. But that's it's not about that. You are a colossal failure, Clifford. I know. Craft. I know. It's like, what? <laughs> Hang your I... head in shame. Right. So no, it's drip. You're absolutely right. It's drip. And that's, man, I'll tell you what. And uh, I'll, I'll jump over to this for me real quick, which is that last week I started my weekly webinars, Cliff. Uh-huh. I had 18 people register. Yep. I had 11 show up. I thought I was excited about that because it's easy to register for something, right? But to show up at 11, which is wonderful, right? Yeah. Didn't sell any of the replay yet. It's processed. It's up there. People can go buy it, right? Sure. Wonderful. Okay. But none of the 11 bought, um, which I, you know, and I gave them a a coupon. So hopefully it would go right away and go make the purchase. This week, I have 48 people signed up. Sweet. Now, it, the content is maybe a l- little more broad. It's about um, analytics for your website and social media. Okay. Still free. So, andytribe.com slash learn. People can still go sign up there for 24 hours. So probably the only people who listen are live. They can get there in time. But uh, that the, the point of it is that it this time I'm going to do things differently. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try to capture. Uh, I'm going to try to. I'm going to give them a price for 15 minutes after the ep- episode and say, I've already created the page. Here's access to this, um, to this page for the next 15 minutes. Here's your price, and try to capture them right away. But I am 100% confident that as I grab those people's email addresses, which I'm doing through this, and I continue to drip, those future webinars are going to get more and more and more full because they're just they're not being beat over the head with it. They're being dripped. Right. They're being added to. And I'm and here's the other thing you do really really good. Cliff, is you mix in other information. The problem we have with marketers is, and this is, you know, with people you don't want to hang out with, it's like, dude, the only thing that guy talks about is the Bible when I hang out with them. Like, I love the Bible, but like, there's other things to talk about. Right? And that might sound like a harsh example, but like, 
you could say the only thing the guy ever talks about is podcasting. Cliff, you don't just talk about podcasting. Right. Right. You talk about lots of different stuff and you mix in, oh yeah, by the way, you can also get this other stuff from me. That's why, frankly, my numbers of views and comments on my blog have just they've just like quadrupled in the last couple of months because I've mixed in a lot more personal with my business. And that's a great um that that's that's just advice for all people in business is to to mix, do that right mix and then people will listen to your marketing messages. Because if you just do marketing messages as an affiliate or whatever, the people just they'll turn it off. We have been conditioned to turn off marketing messages, you yeah. know. Yes. So and you do a good job of that. You you mix it up real well. So when you do market, um, people listen. Let me tell you uh, some other things about you know how how I would effectively like take this this email that went out yesterday to turn it into more sales. Which by the way. Um, I'm pretty sure that it's Ed that's in the chat room. It's WEJ5541. Anyway, he says the email ended up in my Gmail spam box, which by the way, mine did as well. I was very really? upset. Yeah. And 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 I was very upset about that. Now the thing is, is I'm pretty sure I oh, it's Wayne. It's Wayne Joy. Okay. Sorry about that, Wayne. Uh anyway, I know why I'm pretty sure I know why it actually ended up in the spam thing. And it probably has to do with the fact that uh, let me go to reports. Uh, for, it, it it says first email since February, and that's probably mm. the subject line probably made that go into the spam folder. So I noticed that as well. By the way, Wayne, thank you for telling me that yours did because that's important. That if I didn't know that, for me to know that. So and and by the way, I I happen to know that it went into a lot of people's spam folders because I'm looking at the average number of opens after 24 hours, mm-hmm. and and it's and it's way down compared to my normal. So I know that Gmail did take my subject line of that email and throw all of it into spam. Hmm. Uh, and I'm I'm on my mailing list three different times uh, with three different email addresses, mm-hmm. and I check it in different places, and it hit spam in all of them. Oh and, man, yeah. Bummer. So I, I did notice that. However, that's, I'm, a, that's good. I, I hate to say it, Cliff, but that's good information for our audience. I'm sorry it happened to you. Yeah. But so you're so you're, what you're saying there is frequency of emails was the main detractor, I guess. To, no, 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 no. Not frequency. It's it's the it's what words you use that triggers spam filters in the subject oh. line. So, for example, you know the fact that I'm mentioning it and that this is the first email since so and so. Or it could be the actual email itself that talks about, I have not sent you this message, bef- you know, and since such and such. There's some kind of phraseology in there that, that made that go in. And so here's, the, here's what I'm going to do. And, and see, I know this. So I'm looking right now at the report, and I see that currently uh, 56.5% of the uh, messages that were sent have not been opened. Okay, so that's not bad. I, so your open rate's like 44%? Uh, let's see here. The, you know what? They're new. The opens, uh, let's see here, 43, 43.3% have opened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fifth, uh, actually, what is the list? Okay, that's list. Okay, okay. So, yes, 43.3% have opened. Uh, 167 have not. All right. So what I can do here is I can actually send out another message to everyone who did not open the last email. Nice. And I can actually change the subject line and I can change the wording 
and also include myself in those to see if it actually goes into my spam box this time around. And I plan on doing that. Okay, and then not only that, but I can even further take this. Like, for example, MailChimp is telling me the the number of clicks, 16.7% of people have clicked. So I'm going to click on the clicks here. <laughs> Cliff, just so you know. What? I'm looking at my, I'm looking, I send a newsletter every week. Yeah. I'm looking at my numbers. What's your open rate? 43 point what? 43 point something percent. Mine's 43.5. What's your click rate? Uh, 16%. Mine's 16.6. <laughs> nice. 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 We are kindred. Newsletter spirits. Exactly. So. Exactly. So here, here's the situation. Um, I can look here and it says click performance and I can see who's clicked. And one of the clicks, by the way, is click here. to. It's a button that says click here to register. Here's one that says click here for more information. But check this out. Here's Listen to this. It says, I'm very excited to have already filled seven of 20 of the spots uh, for the May course. Each of these folks had responded to the mentions that I did in my podcasting A to Z. I'm extending a $99 discount only to those who are registered on my mailing list as of, you know, as of Wednesday, April 13th mm-hmm. to take. Now it says this to take advantage of this, click here and enter this discount code. Check this out. I double click on that. 7% have clicked on it. I can, t- and I won't say their last names, but Greg V, Frank M, Spencer L, Larry D, Trey D, Matt H, Day V, Sean F, and Tom M all clicked to mm-hmm. add that to the shopping cart, but did not follow through. Do mm-hmm. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take that list. Actually, I'll, I'll wait until the weekend. I'm going to take the list of people who actually clicked to immediately take advantage of that $99 off, but didn't do it. I'm going to send each of them a personal handcrafted email from me to each of those people. Mm -hmm. Do you see how that's going to further along that possible sale? I could see that. All right. And then I'm going to go back to my click reports and I'm actually going to click on the other people who actually clicked just for more information. You know, they didn't actually click to add it to their cart. And I see Tony R, Jeff L, you know, and matter of fact, it's pretty much all different people. And I'm going to, and I will this weekend send a specific email just to those people, you know, handcrafted. I noticed that you went to my A to Z and you read about and saw the video for my new such and such, but you, you know, I was just wanting to offer you if you have any questions. Sure. And the point of that is, you know, I hate the question is it is, or is what you're doing scalable? It's like, it's scalable until it's not scalable anymore. And then you find out a different you know, opportunity to no, it, it, or a way to figure it out, but but, it, but it's totally scalable. It I, it is totally scalable. And first of all, you know, I'm talking about an eight hundred ninety nine dollar product first and foremost. Sure. So so I'm yeah. not worried. I'm about, on your side here, bro. No, I agree. I but, think it's it, it's not scalable if you have fifty thousand on your list and you had five thousand click on it, but that's not very many people. Uh, my my whole point was to to get into the devil's advocate that's in our brain mm-hmm. and say, "Well, I can't do that." It's like, mm-hmm. well, if you do that with the forty people on your list, and there's two people that clicked, you know, then you're going to do it when you have four hundred people, or when you have four, whatever it might be. My point is to encourage people to do that, right? right? Do do what you're doing early, become let it become a habit, right? And and it will it will escalate your growth. 
Yeah, and it, and it's all about that's what I love about these tools though is to to know who is clicking on what. And this is why you know we talk about double opt-in. We talk about getting people to give you their first and last name, their email addresses, and that's really all you need. You don't need any other information. But you you start working from there and you get these lists. And you know what? You can scale this. If if by the way, it, I mean, if this was a product that was for $200, and I had 30,000 people on my email list, and I had, I had let's just say, 3,000 people who, who clicked to add to cart with the, you know, with the little thing that says use this discount code, but did not click through, then I can export this as a list, and I can actually craft maybe not a hand-coded, you know, hand-personally-written one for each person, but I can actually write an email that is geared to those people and then send it out to all of those people. So it, it's scalable. It's just that when it's this small, it is going to be, you know, it's like I happen to know Tony. I happen to know Jeff. I happen to have a relationship. Right. And so I can actually bring out, hey, Jeff, I haven't talked to you since we talked about selling. So by the way, I just looked at your website. So excited to see that you're on episode such and such, you right. know? Hey, I noticed from my mailing list report that you clicked to add to cart with the shopping cart or with the special discount. I just wanted to know if there's any questions. I mean, if you're not interested, I don't mean to bother you, but you know, that very personal email I get, boom. I mean, this stuff makes differences in your campaigns. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I want to, I want to end with a, a quick story if, if that's all right. Um, sure. Of a, of a, I'm trying to get this guy on my Lynchman podcast because I just saw a story about him. And I'll try to, I'll try to, maybe you can Google it while I'm saying it, but, um, that this, uh, there's this guy that works at, oh gosh, I'm going to forget the name. I don't know if it's, it's not Macy's, but it's some, some clothing store, uh, national chain and uh, very high end, uh, men's clothing. And, and this guy was talking to one of his customers and he said, um, uh, his customer got, got out an iPhone. He goes, Oh, you have an iPhone. Like, what are your, some of your favorite apps? And this guy was like, I, I really didn't want to talk to the salesperson about apps. I wanted to leave. He says, well, um, you know, I use the Twitter app a lot or whatever. He goes, oh, do you ever use TwitPic? He's like, yeah. And he goes, well, um, you know, if you follow me on Twitter and I'm at whatever the story is and the name of the this guy's name, um, I'm at this. He said, if you ever um, need anything, you can just DM me, you know? And he's like, okay. So long story short, this guy goes to... Um, uh-oh, did we lose uh, he, The guy uh, sends out six twit pics of different picture, or pictures of, of shirts that he's laid out, matching ties and stuff like that. The guy buys a shirt over Twitter um, and then, again, DMing his private information, and they overnight it the next day to this guy's, to this guy's uh, house, all, all through Twitter. And it was a great example of um, empowering a, an employee to do that uh, and also of using technology to, to close a sale but I think the biggest thing is just the personal, this guy said, um, he, you know, follow me and I'll follow you. I will, you know, he, he said, I want this personal connection with you. I'm going to take the extra, I'm not going to distance myself and not tell you what my last name is. I'm actually going to, you know, follow you on Twitter and you can co- contact me anytime you want. I mean, that's a big, big deal. And I think that's, that's an example of what you're doing. What I try to do when someone subscribes to my newsletter, follow up with them with an email. You know, it's taking the extra time to just be human. It, it, it will pay off. You know, you were saying that. And as soon as you said, follow, come follow me. And, and, I, was thinking, and I will make you fishers of men. <laughs> um, yes. And, 
Andy, fun stuff, my friend. We have a good show today, man. We let's just put it this way: we're still investigating, you know, the best methods for setting up our own affiliate programs. You know, this this is a topic we could probably come back to uh, in several other episodes in the future, talking about how to be successful in selling other people's products and how to set up our own and all that other good stuff. But uh, plenty of good times. Digi results. If people want to check it out, digi. D-I-G-I results.com is the service Andy's using with his friend to do... What is the product again? It's a blogging course, right? Yeah, blogging from passion to profit. It's going to be a five-week course on how to uh, go about uh, making some money by blogging about your passions. And the, and the person that I mentioned was Nordstrom Dave. So if you want to follow him on Twitter, it's at Nordstrom Dave. And uh, maybe Google will... I'll, I'll put a, a story in the show notes uh, where this guy sold a shirt over Twitter. So... Excellent. Hey, and uh, real quick, where do people go to sign up for that blogging course? We uh, we should have it available uh, this time next week. Excellent. We're trying to get our affiliate stuff figured out. All How right. ironic, huh? <laughs> that is ironic. And what about uh, the Dan Miller uh, and Pierce it's ready, Mars? It's ready today. If uh, people go on my website, uh, probably in the next hour at andytribe.com, you'll see a, a picture in the top right corner and it'll be there ready for people to purchase. Excellent. So So just go to andytrob.com. And what's the name of that product so people know what they're looking for? Uh, Finding Success in Business and Life. Very cool title. Thank you. Hey, everybody. It's a very cool deal. Indeed. Hey, andytrob.com. Go check it out and uh, hire Andy for some stuff. Sign up for his webinars, andytrob.com slash learn. Learn. And go there and learn some things. And... uh, Hope you guys do enjoy his free webinars on a weekly basis. He's got them planned out through May, I believe. Yeah. And uh, you can go there for free. And if you like what you see, you can actually uh, sign up and pay for the downloadable thing. And and uh, exciting things ever there. I'm, I'm glad to see all the work that you're doing, Andy. And I hope and pray that it all pays off for you in big, awesome ways. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's, uh, I'm shipping. It's fun. Fun stuff. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We encourage you to come back again next week for another episode of Business Tech Weekly. If you've got questions or comments, you can call them in at 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. And if you want to support the content and community of gspn.tv, you can learn how others are doing that. More than 500 people now as Plus members over at gspn.tv slash plus. Until next time, Join the community.